Hi, and welcome to my podcast, The Only Girl on the Job Site. I'm glad you found me. I'm Renee Beery, and I love empowering women to take on home projects, both large and small. I have been the only girl on the job site for the past 27 years, and I have seen it all. The good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. With my help, I hope you will be able to avoid the mistakes I've seen in the past and go into your project confident and knowledgeable about the industry so that your project is as smooth and successful as possible. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. Today, I wanted to take this episode to talk about something that, while is being talked about on many different levels in different platforms, I wanted to talk about it in specific terms to renovation projects. And that is this overwhelming feeling that everybody is is suffering from. I mean, I am inundated with emails from all different sources talking about how to deal with overwhelm. And and it all makes sense. We have been suffering through a two-year pandemic with shutdowns and mask mandates and and missing school and missing work and missing friends and family and everything that felt normal in 2019 has not felt normal for two years. And and I, for one, completely feel that same way. And then if you've had additional things like loss of life or friends or family that have moved away, I mean, these are natural things that would overwhelm someone. But then when you add it into the pandemic overwhelm that we are all suffering from, it can just be, quite frankly, it can just be too much. And so while I love all the emails about just general stress and overwhelm, and and I have been consuming a lot of content lately on some tips and tricks to, to sort of mitigate the intensity of those feelings, I thought it was appropriate because I am feeling it in my business with my clients to really discuss the specific overwhelm that people feel at this time of the year with their renovation projects. And by the way, this is geared towards both the homeowner as well as the designer, because while there are some overlapping situations, there are a lot of different uh, emotions and stressors this time of year for the designers versus the homeowners. And for designers listening, I actually just sent an email to the designers on my list about Christmas deadlines and how I really feel about them. And spoiler alert, I just don't do them anymore. I learned the hard way uh, once or twice, but I had one pivotal moment years and years ago that just broke the camel's back. And so I simply don't offer them anymore. And I'm very upfront about it, by the way. And, and I'm upfront about it in you know August or September so that the expectations are completely set for my client that there will be no last minute December 23rd, December 24th installations and It just doesn't work for me. And I would highly recommend that you take the same stance with your clients because it just is an unnecessary stressor at an already stressful time of the year. So if you are not on my email list, I really do recommend signing up for it. And there is a box you can check to say that you are a professional designer. And we do send different content to the different groups because it obviously wouldn't be as important to a homeowner to hear advice for an interior designer. So I really do recommend you getting on my list because there is 
constant communication from us about topics just like this. So that goes into this state of overwhelm that we're all feeling and renovation projects on any given year, especially a quote normal year, can be extremely overwhelming. And so add in all of the additional stressors I just listed and it can be mind-blowing. And that is something that I want everyone to avoid at all costs. So for homeowners, this is why I am constantly encouraging you and quite frankly insisting that you elevate yourself from a client role to a team member role. Because if you are simply a client, you're basically in a reactive situation. Things happen to you. You have no control is what I hear a lot of. I never know what's going to happen, Renee, from one minute to the next. Well, if you are a team member, you actually do know in advance what the schedule looks like. You can influence that schedule. So for instance, right now, if you're celebrating Christmas and you see on the schedule maybe two weeks ago that some big installation, plumbing or electric or HVAC is scheduled for the week of the 20th, and that's when you're Say kids are out of school, and that's when you really wanted to decompress, go do things during the day, really enjoy yourself and enjoy the holidays. Well, if you knew that two, three weeks ago, you could influence that. You could have a discussion with your contractor and say, hey, listen, that's not a great week for me. Tell me about if we pushed it off. And maybe that's until after the new year. It's up to you. But those are discussions that is control that you can have over your own project. Now, keep in mind, you are also the client. So maybe the contractor is feeling the same way, but isn't going to say anything to you because he doesn't want you to turn on him and say, well, why wouldn't you come? And I want my project done. Damn it, I've been waiting for six months for this. But if you make the offer and say, hey, listen, I really would like that to be family time. I'd like to have minimal invasion during the, say, two weeks before and after Christmas. The contractor could then tell you, what does that mean? Of course, it doesn't mean that the work will never be done. That's absurd. It just means it pushes it out. So he's likely to tell you that your end date will be pushed out maybe two weeks, maybe not a full two weeks, but two weeks. Okay, then that's a decision you can make based on what's right for you and your family, given the set of circumstances. So can you see the difference? So if you were just the client and the contractor is like, hey, the week of the 20th, we're going to have six guys coming in for four days consecutively all day. You're like, oh, wait, uh, crap. That's not what I had in mind. And he kind of looks at you like, Well, uh, you didn't tell me and it's on the schedule. And if you now bump it, I might be looking at middle of January before I can get these guys back. So you see, it's really important to be a team member all the way through your project. But in particular, I'm hoping you're seeing how valuable it can be this time of year when everything is a bit chaotic. And then for those of you who don't care, right? Week of the 20th is great. Here's the tricky part about this year. 
Christmas is falling on a Saturday. So of course, I've already started asking my guys, hey, what are you guys doing? When are you working? When are you open? And it runs the gamut. It's so annoying because as a professional and designers hear me, I've actually started jotting it down because everybody has done something different. And it's really too hard for me to keep track of, quite honestly. So some are working literally until midday on Friday the 24th. Some are off on the 22nd through the 29th. Everybody is doing something different. And so you need to know in advance so that you can plan accordingly. If you know that the, let's say, HVAC team is going to start on Tuesday the 21st and run four days, but yet they're closed on Thursday and Friday, well, does that mean they're showing up the Monday after Christmas? I mean, these are really critical pieces of information because it is the holidays. So these are things right now you want to start running down and be in control of as much as possible. And for homeowners who who haven't been a team member, this is the time. It may, quite frankly, be a little late, but possibly not, depending on what it is, to have that conversation immediately with your contractor. If you haven't already and say, hey, listen, I want to know what's happening the week of Christmas or the week between Christmas and New Year's. And then he can then tell you, maybe we could shift this around or that around. You know, maybe you're having company in. And who on earth wants construction projects going on while there's company? I mean, they're both stressful, right? I know I find it to be a little stressful having company. So therefore, do I really want to double down and have construction going on at the same time I am trying to entertain someone? For me, the answer is no. For you, it may be fine. So these are things that I want to put out there. I want you to be thinking about now so that if you can make some changes or even just forewarn the contractor what's going to happen because it's really important for them to know just simply so they have knowledge and maybe they don't bring in all five guys one week because they know you have company coming they pare it down to three you know these are all things that are going to be different to each situation but really important to get ironed out as soon as possible And so my favorite story is years ago, we had a client who said, I need something by Christmas. And we said, okay, this one we can pull off. And it wasn't going to be that big of a deal. Quite frankly, it was just before I put a hard no on all Christmas deadlines. And then about three or four weeks into it, they said, oh, actually, we meant our Christmas party. And that was December 3rd. And we looked at them and we said, "Um, Christmas to us is always December 25th. Every year, all year long, it's December 25th. And that's our marker. So when you say Christmas and don't include the word party, we go by 25th. And so we had to back out of it. We said, nope, there's no way we can do a December 3rd. And we're sorry. We're terribly sorry, but the timing just doesn't work. So all of these details are critical to let your interior designer know if you're working with an interior designer or your contractor know if you're working with a contractor, because that is something they have to factor in. And hopefully they're asking you preemptively. But when we were told Christmas, we did assume the 25th. And I guess, shame on us, we should have probed a little further. But this is where the control comes in. And most people who reach out to me are feeling lack of control. So I want to empower you to take what control you can, especially this time of year, to level out some of the overwhelm that you're feeling from all areas of your life. 
Now for interior designers, I just mentioned, I don't do Christmas deadlines. Now I will admit I am delivering two sofas on the 16th. We've been waiting for them since June. It is going to be an easy drop and run. Now I'm sure I just jinxed myself and something will go wrong. But I mean a full installation, a drapery installation or a flooring installation or painting. No, I just don't do them because there's too many variables that go into one of those projects to begin with on a normal occasion than to come in at a stressful time of the year where who knows what, maybe there's Christmas decorations in the area that you need to access, or you're going up a set of stairs and there's garland and bows and ribbons and everything on the staircase, on the banister. You know, these are things I have seen. And you walk in and your heart sinks and you go, oh, for the love of God, how am I going to now navigate all of these additional issues? So I I simply don't do Christmas deadlines. And Frankly, none of my clients question it because I tell them far, far in advance that this is something that I won't do. And I lay out the examples as to the why. So I will say I slipped a little with this pair of sofas. I will let you know if if I had jinxed myself after we do the installation. So everybody say a quick prayer for me on the 16th that it's an easy in and out. But this is the year of pandemic issues. This is the supply chain issues. And I just felt I can pull this off, then they have them for Christmas. And honestly, it's the last two pieces that we're missing in this room. We have literally done it all. So these are the things that interior designers need to plan out in advance. And we are people pleasers. I'm going to be honest. Interior designers, we're in the service industry. We want to please people. And so we think we can do it. Absolutely, we can pull it off. But if you take that extra breath, if you take that extra beat and plot it all out, you'll know when your stomach is going, "Eh, I think that's too much. Listen to that. Okay. Your gut is right. So if something is a week or two before Christmas, fine. If that works for you, if that works for your business's schedule, if that works for how you've laid out employees and the hours they're working, and take that on. But the week of Christmas, I really recommend you just hunker down and move through. And obviously, you're going to be taking some vacation, or let's hope you're going to be taking some vacation. You need to notify your clients. You need to notify the construction teams. Now, I'm on construction, as we all know, all the time. So while I might be, quote, on vacation with clients, I can't do that with contractors as easily. So what I do is I look at my calendar in early December. I see where each project is in different stages. And I think, okay, I'm going to need to do a check-in on this day. I'm going to need to do a check-in on that day. I'm still going to have my weekly meetings on this day. Those are things I factor in, but then that's all I do. Now, if I'm on vacation, meaning I am out of town, then that you plan out in advance. You discuss that with the contractor, your clients, your subs. You explain the situation. You try to preemptively answer any questions that you think will come up. And then, God forbid, there's an emergency. You need to be available on some level. And whether that's a quick phone call or a FaceTime or an email, these are the things that sort of come with the beast of managing construction projects while you're not around. So it is doable. It isn't as simple as clicking a button and turning off. But with 
practice and planning, it can be done really successfully. And what I find are my teams feel so supported before I leave that they pretty much don't reach out to me because one, they're like, well, I don't want to bug her. She is on vacation. And two, they think, all right, she answered these questions in this way. This is what I'm going to do from this point on. Or if it's not something urgent, they hold until I'm back, right? So again, these are things that I take control of. I look weeks in advance to see where all of my projects are and I plan accordingly. These are things that you can do to be successful throughout the project. These are things you can do to be successful even if you're on vacation. Now, so this overwhelm, designers feel it too. I know I feel it because there is that extra sense of urgency in any project, but especially in renovation, because each company, each vendor is taking off different time. So your schedule may be a little haphazard between, say, a couple of days before Christmas and a couple of days after the new year. And that is to be expected. So don't be surprised if, you know, there's a little bit of a disconnect in one of the installations, right? Maybe the, like we said, that the HVAC guy is going to work Tuesday, Wednesday, be off Thursday, Friday, and be back Monday, Tuesday. Just expect Monday to have a little bit more of a get back up and running feel to it than it would if they stay consistently Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's just to be expected. We are human and, and you know, they're going to be off. They're going to be relaxed. They're going to come back in on Monday and go, wait, what were we doing here? Because, you know, that's just what we all do. So as a homeowner, these are things you should look out for and, and be okay with it. It doesn't mean that they have no clue and won't get back into the flow of whatever they were doing. It just means the Monday morning may not be as efficient as it would be if they had stayed on the project for the straight four days. As an interior designer, be there Monday morning. Be there to support them. Be there to be reminding them, hey, remember what we left off was X, Y, and Z. These are all things that you can be doing and planning for. So put on your calendar Monday morning, you're going to make that site visit. Maybe normally you don't go until the afternoon. I would recommend you go Monday morning. Be that person on the site that supports your subs and gets the project back up and running as smoothly and quickly as possible. So as you can see, project overwhelm is normal. And in fact, inside both courses, the only girl on the job site for the homeowners and the only girl on the job site for the designer edition, both go into what I call the four emotional stages of a project. And it doesn't matter if it's near Christmas or 4th of July or random time in April. These are normal. And I see this on every project. You start with the excitement phase. Then you move into the fatigue phase. And God forbid you get into phase three, which is the anger phase. And why I do these podcasts, by the way, and why I put out as much content as possible to avoid the third stage of anger. And then, of course, the last stage is relief, joy, excitement again. And I go into this much more in detail inside the course because these are important to understand both as a homeowner, what you're going to be going through, as well as an interior designer to appreciate what the homeowner is going through. And quite frankly, the designer goes through these stages as well, just not as significantly as a homeowner, because there is that knowledge base that an interior designer knows that these stages are temporary. And we go into that and what to do once you're in those stages in order to make them less significant, 
less paralyzing because they can get you completely and utterly stuck. And God forbid you get into the anger phase. I just can't say it enough. Do not get into the anger phase. It is absolutely the worst phase you can get into in any project, let alone a construction project. And that is with me involved. Now, the project ends. Every project ends, by the way. But staying in that anger just permeates through the whole project. And then the contractors feel it. The subs feel it. The whole project has this doom and gloom to it. It is just not anything I want any of you to experience. And if you are listening to me consistently, you won't ever have to experience this because I forewarn my clients, this is where anger comes from. This is how to avoid anger. And so the projects that I've been on with the anger is typically ones I have joined late in the game and just couldn't catch it in time because the frustration of the fatigue, it builds and builds and then it explodes. And so this is something that you must take care of yourself, your emotions, your needs throughout an entire project. And in particular, this year of all years, a pandemic holiday season. It just doesn't get any more stressful and overwhelming as that. So if you're in a project, I hear you. Please feel free to reach out to me. I am happy to give you some advice, some tips, give you a direction to go in if you're completely lost. But I also encourage you to join our group. The Only Girl on the Job site is a full step-by-step, go-at-your-own-pace course. But in addition, it has a private Facebook group. And this is where my members come in and they vent and they ask questions and they show concerns and they get real-time answers from me as well as other members. It is just wonderful to see everybody sort of jump in and help as needed. And for the designers listening, this topic for this episode actually came from a member. She emailed me and said, I have too many clients whose projects just haven't ended. They were supposed to end, Renee, and now they're all overlapping and I am losing my mind. And that's unfortunately more and more people's experiences right now. I I feel it. I haven't started any new projects intentionally, and that frustrates the people who are waiting for my help, and it frustrates me to not be able to help them. But I know my limits, and they're at it. And quite honestly, my projects are at their limits because nothing is ending. We are in the worst supply chain issue in history, and not sure when that's going to end. But This is the type of information that I am happy to share and why I made this episode about this topic, because it feels like it's really needed right now. But if you are looking for that extra support, I am here for you. I am here for you in email. I am here for you inside the courses, both the homeowner edition, as well as the designer edition. I just really want to make sure that you feel supported to get you all through this crazy holiday hustle on top of managing a renovation project. So to recap, homeowners, get in there as a team member, get a conversation with your contractor set up immediately to talk about what he has planned over the next three weeks to get you into January. And if there's anything you need shuffled around, 
speak up. Do not be shy. Projects are not a place for people to be shy. Because as I tell people all the time, I can't manage what I don't know. Your contractor is in the same boat. If there is something he needs to manage and he's not aware of, then everybody loses. So share your information. Get that meeting set up. If you don't already have weekly meetings, and if you've been listening for a while, you know I expect you to have weekly meetings, but I'm going to go easy on you because we're in a crazy, overwhelming time, but get in with your contractor. Be that team member. Influence some of the changes you might need to save your sanity over the holiday period and take that control back. And for interior designers, I hear you. I feel you. I am completely here if you need anything. But just know that nothing good comes of cramming everything in at the last minute. It's just Murphy's Law. Whoever Mr. Murphy was, was spot on. If you think you can, quote, pull it all off on the 23rd and the 24th, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's likely not going to happen as smoothly as you think. It just has never happened that way for me. So please learn from my own mistakes and Be upfront and honest with your clients. That is the best thing you can do. They may not be happy. They may be disappointed, but you need to be as honest as you can be so that they also feel a sense of control over these situations. And trust me, what we all want right now is control over anything. So if you can provide that, then that is a critical step to a smooth project. So I hope each and every one of you can take some time to just rest, to just breathe deeply, to be with family or friends or hell, just to sit in a room by yourself with no sounds because on a construction project, that is bliss because boy, are they noisy and they're annoying and they're smelly and dirty and dusty and everything in between. So if you can carve out a really clean space or if you can't in your own home, go sit at a Starbucks. I've done that before. I've gotten a cup of coffee. I've sat in the chair for 15 minutes and it just feels good. So do what you can to restore the calm and peace that you're going to need to stay on top of your construction project through an already crazy busy time of the year. Like I say every episode, if this brings up more questions and answers, please reach out to me. You know how to find me. And designers, if you're not already on my email list, I really recommend you get on there. We don't spam you. We don't oversend. But I send really important tips and tricks based on my own decades of experience that I have been told have been really valuable to other designers and gets a conversation started, which is how this designer reached out to me. She responded to the email. So these are important topics that must be covered. And sometimes we don't even think to cover them until we're knee deep in a chaotic situation and we don't see a way out. This is where I can help. And I am happy to do that. And for those of you listening who are on the fence about how the Only Girl on the Job Site course could support you managing your own renovation project, whether you are a homeowner doing it on your own or a designer doing it for multiple clients, I really recommend you check out the pages on my website, goes into so much detail about what's included, goes through frequently asked questions. There's just so much content in there because I know how important it is to fully understand how a course can support you and your needs. Again, I can't thank you enough for your time. I wish you success on your projects getting through the holiday season, and I look forward to our next time together. 
Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to reach out to me. You can email me or direct message me through social media, and we can start a conversation about what it is you're going through right now. That will also help me come up with other ideas for future podcasts that I can share with everyone, as I assure you, we're all in the same boat together. I would really appreciate it if you would subscribe to my podcast and leave me a review. If you would like to find out more about me and what I can do, please go to my website, www.devignedesign.com. Thanks for listening, and I hope to hear from you soon.